0: Welcome back to the Body Podcast, where we talk strength, conditioning, lifestyle, and everything in between. We have four new mentees who joined our team, and we want you to get to know them, because soon they'll be kicking your ass in class. First up, meet Jory. Jory. New body trainer, yes. welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm excited. You're actually not fully hired right now. This is your last interview. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So here uh, we go. Yeah. For, for the people that don't know, I guess what classes do you usually go to? I do the sweater strength class. I try to mix it up. I like to do best
1: of both worlds. Um, I have been doing the boxing though recently okay. and those been kicking my ass. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah. Are crazy. you going at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m.? What's your time? 6,
1: 15, 7, 30 for the strength and sweat fit my schedule the best. Um, boxing's hard to get in there with my schedule. Yep. I try to slip into the noon or I think there's like a 4, 4, 30. Okay.
0: okay. I'll try to slip in there every once in a while just to get a hang of it. Um, it's different. I've never done it. So, so yeah. the morning people kind of know who you are, but the afternoon people, yeah. uh, the, us lazy people are, <laughs> yeah. they don't want to get up, no idea who you are. Yeah, Good.
1: I haven't done a class. <laughs> I've done a three and a four like sweat strength class before, yeah. but I don't think I've done the after that in a while. Okay. It's pretty slammed. Like normally, that's when my girl Paige gets home, and we just kind of have dinner and do our thing. Okay. So it's like that's a hard time for me. Normally, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love just getting it done in the morning too. It's a great way to start. No, your day.
0: It, it, whenever I do it, like once every leap year, I. Uh, It feels great Like oh we got this overweight I have the rest of the day But it's the The waking up at the par Or not I think it's more I'm not going to bed on time Yeah You just have It's
1: just a habit You just gotta make it a habit Keep doing it And then you're like Those days you are Super tired And you get to bed you're like This is what I do though But you just get up And do it And then you feel great yeah, I, I, I also do. I love cold showers, so that's I'm big on just starting your day with a cold shower. I'm trying to get my other half page to do it, but she hates it. She can't. Yeah,
0: no, I, we had so the Arctic like Arctic tubs people that yeah. came in, and he he swears by that. I just I don't like cold water. That's another, another it, habit you just have to get used yeah, to it, and then
1: you're like, it's like adrenaline rush. It's like you know waking up doing some crack. It's I've like, never gotten. In, I've go. never
0: gotten into. Um, a, Cold tub or cold shower, and been like, ooh, this is an addictive. It never, <laughs> yeah. it's never happened like that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. I'm not like, oh, this is great. But once I get out, like, you just, yeah, you're just ready to go. That's a great right. way to start your day. That's how I do it.
0: Perfect. Well, let's get, like, let's tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you're from, where you grew up. Grew
1: up in uh, Sacramento. Actually, so I started off in a small town called Alta, up towards Lake Tahoe. You know where that is? Nope. So I grew up in kind of Lake Tahoe. I normally just tell people Lake Tahoe. Small town called Alta. Um, I snowboarded almost. Almost every day went to school homeschooled um, until about sixth grade and i my parents split and i relocated with my dad down to sacramento do you know where that is north yes california. yep so well, i was the in capital sacramento.
0: capital of california yep
1: so i was in sacramento eighth grade seventh grade all the way went to high school there went to a high school called whitney high school um brand new high school when i went there so i was in a small town alta with about a hundred kids in my class Went to Sacramento. Had about five hundred in my class, and you don't even see how, all those kids. So yeah. that was kind of crazy. Um, grew up. I had four brothers, a couple step step brothers. All in the same house. We all shared rooms, bunk beds, <laughs> so it was crazy. All boys. My oldest one's a girl, Sadie. She is lives in the Bay Area, so she wasn't around too much. It's just a bunch of boys in the house doing
0: dumb stuff. So yeah, just constantly, constantly just at the hospital. Quad, they probably knew yeah, your family yep. name
1: at the hospital. Quads, yeah. like we would tie boogie boards to quads and just drag each other around the backyard.
0: I, <laughs> like we had property too, so yeah. it was just dumb stuff. That was like, like the Gronkowski's have like, three, they're like we yeah. visit the ER like once a month, and it was like, those damn Gronkowski yeah, I boys are s- back, and <laughs> they just became <laughs> a regular. Yeah,
1: like there's the stories, I was like, that's me and my brothers. Yeah.
0: Just <laughs> dumb things,
1: like building tree forts, tire swings, just, yeah, hospital all the time. Absolutely. Um, then I picked, it, stopped doing football because I was in Sac, I mean, stopped doing snowboarding because I was in Sacramento, um, so it was hard to get up to Tahoe, it was like two-hour drive, mm-hmm. so I started to play uh, football a lot more, and um, just fell in love with football. My dad played football, I played from Nebraska in the
0: '60s. Okay, so he was go big, big red. Yeah, so we, we used to always go back to Nebraska, go to games. It's so fun. I'm going to my first Nebraska game next September. There, that's they yeah. live Nebraska football there. Oh, okay, yeah. I have yeah. a so it's nothing else. My buddy, I don't have a <laughs> I don't have a, a college team. So my buddy. For like five years I've been watching Nebraska football with them. So I was like, I'll, I'll hop on this bandwagon. It yeah. has not been fun. They've been bad. As, as someone has been, been from like, when I joined too, someone that was, you know, from uh, Boston. And most of your teams are always good. And, and there's like four or five, three or four years ago. And I was like, I'm going to be a, I'll, I'll be a big red guy. Yeah. Because I need a team that's not that good, you yeah. know, it's, it's so I can help build it. And I'm like, this, this is not that fun.
1: Yeah, like, I know. Not that, <laughs>
0: yeah. And every year, the, everyone always thinks is this is their year. God, God bless those fans. Cause they're like just, two and seven. They still sell out I know. the stadium. It's yeah. it's crazy. The they football, go though. crazy too for yeah. it. Like that's all they do. Just drink a bunch of beer and watch Nebraska football. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's funny. It's
1: funny. But so yeah, I played high, I played high school football at Whitney. Um, Fell in love with, picked up rugby. So I played rugby all the way, eighth grade, all the way to college as well. And then I had to kind of pick t- between the two. So went football route, played in SoCal and then transferred into San Diego State um, and then immediately transferred to ASU. And that's what brought okay. me to Arizona. Okay. Uh, Did you play
0: football at ASU?
1: Yeah. And I, COVID hit three months into our, my first season at ASU. Okay. Yeah. So 2020 was my first season there. Um, I tore my rotator cuff and I opted out. So I didn't get a full season. Did you you play at San Diego State back then? Nope. I transferred before the season started too. Okay. So I went in there and then just didn't like the system. I played outside linebacker and tight end. They had a good tight end system, but I was more wanted to play outside linebacker and I didn't like it. They wanted me in a stance. They wanted me to come inside and be more of like a tackle. Yeah. Um, Just wasn't a good fit for me. Uh, so is that Don the
0: Donnell Pumphrey days or whatever? Yeah, he was yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, That guy had like a billion rushing yards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, and their system, that's all their system yeah, they is. they run the ball.
1: Like, yeah. Just run it in little dump-offs to the tight end. And I was like, yeah. okay, this could be cool if I play tight end, but yeah, for I now. don't think, and all my recruiters were like, you if you're going to go to the next level, it's going to be at defense. So you need to be at a school that's going to fit your system. Yeah. So ASU was one of the programs I was looking into. Um, and Edwards was there. Herm was there when yeah. I transferred. So And I loved him. He was great. A lot of the players had problems with him, but I loved him. And yeah. I was so excited for the season. But, yeah, March 2020, I think it was, I got my first call from a recruiter saying, hey, we're shutting down the facilities. And we were just starting, like, spring training. Yeah. Um, and they were like, you guys can stay. We don't know what's going on with classes or what's going to go on for now. So I think we were, like, locked in our dorms for – three, four weeks. And we get another call. Like no one has updates. No one knows what's going on. And we get a call that we can go home or we can stay. And they're like, we probably won't resume football for quite a while. And I'm like, what the heck? So I, and I just got here. Like, yeah. I just like, here <laughs> yeah. I just came here. I'm not going back to Sacramento. I just came here to the end. So I was like, no, I was actually like my dad, he runs a construction company and he was like, well, you can come back, work for me. And he paid me super well to do construction for him. And he's like, save some money. And then when football starts, go back. Um, and I also had a trainer there in Sacramento. So I trained in the facility, downtown Sacramento. So I went back for a little bit, um, just worked, tried to save up some money, um, it's hard to have money when you're an athlete unless they're paying you. Now yeah. they pay the guys, but back then they wouldn't give us a dime. Yeah. They just give you like four hundred bucks for some food every yeah. semester. Yep. It's like this
0: is And your card. Yeah, yep, yep. like
1: and, and at ASU you go down a mill, you spend that in one night. Yeah. So it's like it's hard. Um but yeah, then I so I was training up there. And ended up not ended up opting out. The season just kept getting pushed back, kept getting pushed back. And I wasn't too short on a do my shoulder. Like I said, I tore my rotator cuff and that was just a lingering injury. And I was like, And I was kind of training, personal training on the side. Start when I was in SoCal, I started to take clients on the side and Mm. go down to the beach and stuff like that, do some drills. Um, So I started to make that a full gig. So I was like, let's run with it. Um, My trainer in Sacramento started to help me, like teach me Mm -hmm. how to get clientele. And I just, I started off just messaging people on Instagram, Twitter, hitting up all my old friends, asking if they need a trainer, Mm -hmm. um, giving free sessions. And yeah, that's how I got into personal training. Then I came back here. Um, when like right when Arizona opened up, I came right back. It was like one of the first States to open back. Yep, I came right back, got a little place and started my personal training. I trained out of a gym called glory gains up north. Mm -hmm. So I was renting a facility up there. Um, just kept trying to build clientele, worked with, um, a friend up there. And then about a year into that or two years into that, I was doing that for about two years. Um, rent just kept going up. They were charging arm and leg and Mm -hmm. I was like, this is ridiculous. And I also realized you kind of like, it was one-on-one training at some point. And I was taking on so many like college girls and stuff. At some point it was like, I was a therapist. Yeah. These girls, like they would come at me with all their husband issues, their boyfriend (laughs) issues. And I'm like, we're just, I'm just here to just train you. Yeah. Like I can't be dealing with this stuff. Then it got into where it was starting to affect my relationship and my other half would get mad. Like, these girls would be texting me at midnight, asking me to go out with them. And I'm like, guys, like, I can't be running a business. Yeah. Like, this just is not working. So, and that's how I ended up hopping into sales. Then I nice. got into sales and just figured, hey, you you know, you get
0: out what you put in when it yeah, comes to right. sales. I, I, uh, it's funny because there's probably a lot of people uh, listening. And I know quite. I know good. You know working body, going to body. But you know quite quite a few other personal trainers that obviously don't that are elsewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, they probably wouldn't have the. Uh, they wouldn't be able to just not go out with those girls or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you, you see a lot of people be like, "Oh, what a tough tough problem." But uh, oh, no. Good like for you to good for you to be like, "All right, this is affecting oh, my I'm relationship." I'm saying it was and easy, I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> I'm out. Not saying I mean, it yeah.
1: was super easy, but it's just yeah like it's not worth it at the end no of the day. no it isn't yeah it's not no and i mean you'll meet the craziest girls around here in scottsdale that they don't <laughs> care and a lot of them i would train my girl too and i'm like you're friends with my girl why the hell it's yeah. midnight and you're asking me to go out with you yeah you know, you know i just got a place with
0: my girl like, yeah <laughs> you know uh, but yeah so all right so you get into sales yeah all right like solar panels
1: Yeah, so I started off first with selling solar, door-to-door. It was really big about two years ago. It was really big. Um, And you could go out in a day and just make a bunch of sales. So that's what I did. I'd drive down to Tucson. I would go Flagstaff and I would stay in hotels and I would go door-to-door and make cold calls every single day and just try to make as much money as I could. And then my plan was to like open a business, um, which I did Ended up opening a business and yeah, now I'm kind of I'm still in the sales. I'm more train people when it comes to solar sales. Okay, um, I train a lot of guys and how to sell properly the right way with yeah. integrity. Um, but for two years, that's all I was doing just by myself, mm-hmm. walking around with an iPad. Yeah,
0: just like, see it, it, you just stuff. go to the house and be like, Have you thought about solar panels?
1: Basically, and back then it was like everyone was curious why. Like, why go solar and what, you know, what could can save you me get money? Yeah. And, and as long as you were set up correctly, it made sense. But it got so bad where there was so much money involved. There were so many dirty people coming in and there was no. The, these companies stopped doing interviews. They were just like, I want as many guys as I could because they would get a kickback off all their deals. So if you go get a customer, they get paid for that.
0: Yeah. And they didn't do anything. So guy yeah, was just like, hey, so it'd be like, it'd be like, hey, I'll get, I was getting 20% of every deal. Yeah. I then just go hire a bunch of people and be like, hey, for every deal, I'll give you 15%. But I have 15 people working, so I'm getting 5% of all the deals all they do. Them. And I can just sit. So, but, so but, companies started to just DM people. I was getting my
1: DMs just... Blast if I wanted to come sell for them. (laughs) Like, hey, you can start tomorrow. Hey, you start tomorrow. We'll send you a polo and a uh, lanyard. Start tomorrow. Sell for us. Like, hey, well, then it became like a red line rule where your red line is how determines how much
0: money you can make. It's a it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, it really (laughs) is, and.
1: So then it became like people were just messaging me. Hey, I'll give you a better red line, better red line, better red line. So now it's kind of cleaned up and they're kicking out those companies. Um, there's a lot of rules coming into play. The government's starting to come in play. Yeah. Like laws. Um, some states, you have to be a W-2 worker now. Um, so you can't be a 1099. Yeah, you be yeah, being salary. Yeah. So they're kicking that out. So then it caps your commission at 30% now. So people are not, because how it was when I started, I determined how much money I made off every deal. I put in how much money I wanted. So if I wanted a customer, I would start, I would start all my customers at 10 K. So I would make 10 K as long as they would sign today. If, and then if they didn't want to sign today, I would normally, I would sit there. I wouldn't just leave. I would negotiate what, what is making you not sign today? Is it the price? And then they'd be like, yeah, I think it's a little too high. Okay. So I'd go change my commission to eight K. Yeah. And that's how it was back then. So you can make a lot of money, and yeah. you if you were and no one people loved it. They were like, "Oh, I get thirty percent rebate from the yeah. government." Blah blah blah. Yeah, and that was a huge scam because guys were coming in and they were lying to customers saying, "Oh, you get that thirty percent no matter what." They were yeah. send you a check. Yeah, yeah. false.
0: It's similar it's like uh, the it's tes- called the tax credit for a reason. Yeah, like, the te- Tesla was doing like you, if you buy a Tesla, you can technically get a, a credit for it, but like it's not as easy as just like calling the government no. and being like, hey, can I get a tax return? They just send there's you a, a check for thi- it. There's a lot of other things yeah. to qualify for. Most people do, at least when they buy a Tesla. But there's a, it's, it's not just like you sign up, you make a phone call, get the exactly. get, get the government on the and phone. What, and, and, and,
1: and it blew my mind that there was homeowners that really think that was a thing. Yeah. I'm like, you, you bought this home. You had to do your homework. I hope to buy this home and stuff.
0: I think most people... Or did you just...
1: Hire a realtor and they did
0: everything for you. I think most people in the grand scheme of things just buy, like when they buy a house, they get a realtor, they look through it, but they don't do their, as much research on, they get like, they go on the website. Which webpage. is crazy to me. Yeah, you go on the website, you look it up, all pictures look great, like, all right, let's go see it in person. Then you go see it in person. then, I mean, you don't like fine comb everything. You kind of just look and like, all right, this place is nice. All right, I can <laughs> yeah. make it work. And it's yeah. a price. It's, at the end of the day, I think 90% of people... Most of the time it's it, it comes down to pricing on anything. Yeah. You know? Whether they want to afford it or they can't afford it or it there's like you need a house, but like at the end of the day you might take a house that's not as nice because you can't afford you know, you just want yeah. a house. So yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah,
1: but ultimately yeah, pyramid scheme, definitely. But it's cleaning up. So they've cleaned up a lot of things. Uh the rates used to be like a one nine back then too, with low dealer fees and now dealer fees are up the ass like rates are like five percent is the best you can get now Dude. so it just they're kicking out all those people a lot of the guys i would see selling two years ago a couple of them are in jail now or a couple of <laughs> them that are in so much trouble from what they were doing yeah so yeah it's all bad
0: yeah, but, no, but it's yet. still
1: a great industry, and you can make a lot of money in it, and it's growing like crazy. Yeah, but it just got dirty for like two years. Yeah,
0: I think anything that happens early on, and just like we see quick money, it's like, uh, oh, I can everyone make some. Yeah, I want money. in. I want in. I want in on this, and everyone's trying to sell them. Like when bitcoins aren't blowing up, people are like, I know the market of bitcoin. Come with me. I'll like, yeah. I'll be your financial advisor for like crypto, and you're like, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust you right now. But everyone's trying to make a quick buck, and then when the government comes comes in, kind of regulates it a little bit. You get out all the the weasels, I guess you'd call. Them. Yeah, so. yeah. Interesting. All right, so you, you you go in sales, I guess. How did body come about?
1: So I, I took my first body class during COVID.
0: I uh, while you were still a trainer, Glory Gaines. Or is this is when you came back. I When I came back. Okay, you so, came back?
1: Um, yes, no, before Glory Games. So before I started at Glory Games, okay. when I came back from Sacramento, um, there was, like, no gyms open. Yep. Um, and my other half, page was working the front desk for Body at the time. Okay. And they were doing workouts at Arcadia Park.
0: Yep. So she Good was old. like,
1: hey, you can come do workouts,
0: at least at the park, to, like, somewhat stay in shape. Um, So you're getting fat and that was a nice way for (laughs) her to tell you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Why do you just come to this uh, workout (laughs) that I
1: do outside (laughs) at 105 degrees. I was like, I'm losing all this weight, like all my muscle from COVID. It's hard to train. (laughs) Um, I'm done playing football. I got an injury. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I did my first workout was at the park. And I was like, hey, like this is is not bad. Like for everyone going through COVID, how they're still making it happen and still – you know, chugging along is pretty cool. And there was people showing up. I was like, Oh, there's probably going to be like five people there. No, there's people showing up to these classes. And I was like, that's super cool. And then I started to meet a bunch of the people and I was like, yeah, this is kind of a cool community. And then that's when I started to take body classes. So that's how it first started. Um, then I found the, then I found glory gains. They opened up, they were closed at the time, but they opened up for me to start training in there. Okay. Um, so then I stopped kind of going to body as much, but I would get into the class like once a week or you. so. And then recently, um, about a year ago, I got back into body. I had an injury. I got into powerlifting a little yeah. why I was personal training up there. And I got big into that and I started to try to compete in that. Um, and it just took a toll on me. Yeah. Just, you can only lift so much weight. Yeah. And I didn't dial in all the little things like my core strength and bracing and yeah. my stability. And I missed like the body workouts, doing those things like box jumps and all the little things that you don't, you think are pointless, yeah. but they really help you. Um, so I slipped two discs in my back oh. and I was like, I couldn't walk. For a while. Like I was struggling for like three to four months (laughs) struggling. My legs would go numb. So that's what kind of got me away from lifting heavy and like kind of ego lifting in a sense. Just going to the gym, how much weight can I move and trying to be the biggest guy. So it switched me to more of like a – my Paige likes to call it a cardio queen. So yeah. I started to run every morning. Got a dog. <laughs> we go running all the time. Started to take body classes like every day. Um, and yeah, that's for the last year. That's kind of how it's been. I lost. Yeah. I think I've lost almost sixty pounds. Oh wow! In the last year, yeah. I feel better too. Yeah, I yeah, better. yeah. I sleep better. Like Paige has a video of, or not a video, but like a sound recording of me sleeping, and I just sound like a grizzly bear, just <laughs> snoring. And then she took a recent one, and you don't even hear me. Honestly, like, we're, breathing way better. I feel like I sleep. I, I
0: downloaded better. an app for a while. I forget what it was. I paid for it to like track my sleep and stuff, and it will record you when you're if you're snoring at night. Yeah. And uh, sometimes <laughs> I'd listen to it and be like, God, this is <laughs> disgusting.
1: Like mine I, wasn't super loud. I'm not a super loud snoring, but yeah. It was like a Darth Vader type. Yeah, my
0: like, <laughs> yeah. But like the phone was right near my face, so, I, so I'd be like, I feel like it, you know, could pick it up. But I was just like, damn. But I didn't snore too much. Like yeah. I can imagine some other people.
1: You, um, you'd be surprised though, like how breathing through your nose properly, like really, plays a role in your sleep.
0: Uh, you, you, I,
1: <laughs> it really does. And I've tried like mouth tape, and I've tried like the nose strips. I've yeah, tried all that stuff. It just came down to me just getting in better shape. Yeah, I was getting to a weight that was just like. It was a football weight Like Yeah All you do is eat They want you to get As big as possible And that's I mean, yep. that's how my dad was. My dad, same thing. He played for Nebraska, played nose tackle. So he was just
0: the biggest yeah. dude. E, e yeah. gain weight, power, you Lose know, lift. Red, for- red meat with yeah. every meal. Yeah, so. That's what those Nebraska offensive linemen look like. <laughs> yeah, that's they exactly. Are. Exactly. Red
1: but, yeah, that's how I got, that's how I got kind of back into body more.
0: Okay. And I started to take classes
1: almost every day. Um, and then I noticed that they were, like, expanding. And I missed training. I missed like working with people, I miss being in that industry. I just love it so much, yep. especially being an athlete. Um, so I started to chat with Ramsey and she was like, yeah, we actually, we might need some more trainers and it would be good to get like another guy in here. So I just kept like kind of bringing it up to her every once in a while, bringing it up like, Hey, let me know. Um, I I am interested. Um, and then I chat with her again and she's like, I think we might be hiring like in the next month. And I was like, okay, perfect. I'll like keep an eye out. Keep me posted. Um, and then immediately they posted and then Ramsey texted me and was like, hey, we just posted something about like fill fill this out with information and we're hiring, blah, blah, blah. And so then I went on there and I messaged Nikki, too. Um, I wanted to shoot her a message. And then she was like, yeah, fill it out, blah, blah, blah. So and that's how we started.
0: All right. And so, then I guess I know. I think they got a lot of people that that did apply and obviously there's goes a lot of factors into what you know what who they chose but were you a little nervous i guess
1: no, no. i was just like hey
0: if it's meant to be it's it meant, meant to be, be. Yeah. yeah
1: and i was like i put you know i put my name out there i brought it up to ramsey i brought it up to nikki so it's like yeah. they know me i've tried to introduce myself to everyone in there yeah um and just be around a lot more and show that I care. So, yeah. yeah, and then they, I just filled it out real quick, and then they were like, hey, make a video, and I was like, all right, I'm making the video, sending it in. Yeah. Um, and then they got back to me, and I was stoked. Yeah, I was super excited about it, and I can't wait to actually start training.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of people want to know, uh, you know, oh, how did you get in, how do you do, it? and I don't think there's a, a necessarily – one way that every like, you know like yeah. from when chloe to ramsey to harper get hired to you to the, all the new members there's there i don't think there's ever been that everyone did the same exact way yeah. it's always different and i've always had like you know i fall like barstool and i feel like when they were growing everyone was like i oh i follow barstool i know sports like get me in and they're always just like i don't care everyone knows that like show me something like why like show me yeah it's like you know how to reach out to ramsey ahead of time probably got in her get in her head get in her ear a little bit of like hey if we do so then when they it was already there it wasn't just like oh you just applied so you were like hey if you're ever looking let me know i did this and then you kind of like you know did and you waited and waited it took a while but like that's just sometimes a waiting game is you know yeah uh
1: I feel like with both jobs, you don't want to just apply online.
0: Like, yeah. you need to go in. You need to,
1: like, shake Especially if you want hands, a job like, that
0: you want something. Like Ask it, questions. It, when I coached college basketball, was always, one of guys like, hey, just always just be around. Be around. And eventually, like, if exactly. you're just around, you're not, you're never going to, because if it's you against 100 applicants, they remember your face. It's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. the way to do it. And, just, and that's
1: why I kept bringing it up. And I would ask, like how did you guys get in? What? and yeah. Ramsey was like, Oh, I just kept bugging Nikki and Chloe was like, Oh yeah. I just kept like being around and they all kind of did the same thing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I figured that. I
0: think it also helps. Like, and I don't, don't quote me. I'm not, I'm not, I don't own uh, body, but, <laughs> uh, I, I think going to body also plays a big factor in it. Yeah. If, you, if you're not, if you don't like go ever, you go like once a quarter. Yeah, you have no idea. It, yeah. It's like, you were never a member. Like, you know, there is something to say about the community and the yeah. the vibe and like just the family aspect of body that plays a factor into it. You know, yeah.
1: yeah. So, if you've never been around body, I think it, your door of getting in would be pretty slim.
0: Yeah, unless I just, you have a good background yeah, in fitness
1: so, and what you. Can yeah, and I'm not saying table. and there's
0: and, and, and there, you might be the best personality and might fit like oh my god this would be a perfect person. I would say saying, this, like, it's tough. I think like, like they probably got a hundred applicants. I just imagine people like that've heard about body from like LA. Like I'll move there tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. like, it's no, just like, let's sure. let's, not, let's yeah. not move here, but uh, yeah. uh, like, slow down there. Yeah. All right. What can uh, I guess, uh, what can uh, body members, you know, expect from you as a trainer? Just,
1: you know, I'm going to bring the energy every single day. Be myself, honestly. I like to have fun with it. I'm not going to, you know, be like just this robot trainer just doing what the system says to do. Obviously, I'm going to follow how Nikki does and how they've always done it because that's what's made them successful. But I want to bring my own, like, twist to it and make people laugh and have fun and feel comfortable when they're there. You know, some people aren't really there to, like get in super shape. They just love to be there and they just love body and they love everyone about it and they have fun. I mean, you're
0: sitting across the mic from someone that literally hates working out so
1: yeah uh, so i know exactly some people just love the experience yeah and they're like that was just fun like i didn't leave like i hate my life like i hate working yeah. out you know yeah. what i mean like i just think it's fun everyone there like talks with each other knows each other yeah goofs around with each other and yeah i just want to continue
0: to do that and bring kind of my own twist to it perfect and then uh, i guess a piece of advice for the members you know you can share about the health or fitness that and you know, i obviously there's your standard stuff, you know, oh, yeah. just make sure you're eating healthy, but like anything specific that you're really passionate about. I try, so since my back injury, that's something I've kind
1: of always been like trying to help people with is deadlifting and stuff like that. Sometimes it's such a hard movement, and the way people pick up weights, maybe the little things, and people don't think that it could really have take a toll on their back. But since my back injury, like I've prioritized my spine and all the little things about it, my stability, my core work, bracing, making sure I understand bracing, breathing correctly. There's the things people don't think about. Yep. And then they're like, well, I have like kind of back pain or like my back sore. It's those little things, the way you're picking up a weight or the way you are doing a deadlift or maybe an RDL, the way you're doing it. There's yeah. just little things. And you might think you're doing it perfect. But you're getting like a little butt wink or your, your lower spine, spine is starting to round. And it's just little things like that. Or it's not squeezing your glutes properly. So just little things. But obviously, I'm not going to go around and if I see anyone doing it wrong, I'm not going to be like, hey, that's, I'm not going to sit there and correct them. This isn't one-on-one training. Yeah. And not everyone wants help. You know. Yeah. I mean? Some
0: people are just like, I'm just here. for. I think most people... If they're doing a workout, a, a, a lifting workout wrong, they'd want to be corrected. Yeah, you know, but just to help their, you know, to help their. Uh, you know, because I think with like deadlifts, RDLs and stuff, yeah. what happens is you're. I mean, a, a movement of just going down, picking something up, pulling it up is like not. It's a simple movement, right? Because yeah. you're down and you're up. And people are like, oh, I'm doing it right. Or they have, like, 25-pound weights. And like, oh, I'm doing it right. But yeah. then you hit a point where you you like, I try to go heavy. And that form means so much more. Like, exactly. Like, you can, like... If you're, and just I going was just
1: going to say that. Yeah. Like, if they are doing... You know, if you're moving just lighter weight and you want to just go through the motions, that's totally fine. You know? Yes. Put, sometimes putting your body in an uncom And, like, an uncon... What's the word I'm looking for? Like...
0: Unconventional?
1: Yeah. Kind of like where you're not expecting, what your body's not expecting. Like, in a way where it could be beneficial for you. Does that kind of make sense? Yep. Like, um, I know I see like athletes, pro athletes train like that all the time. They're like, yeah, this might look really wrong, but I'm doing it with a light, lighter weight. So then my body's used to what's wrong and what's right. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. So there is a way where that is beneficial. So if they're moving lighter weights and they just want to go through the motions and, you know, just like get a stretch out of it, that's totally fine. Yeah. But if you're trying to pick up the heaviest weight in the gym and you're just, you know going to hurt your back then that's a, probably a time where i would come up and ask like if you would like to be corrected or hey maybe push your hips back a little more yeah whatever it could well, be that, you, especially know with,
0: you know with deadlifts it's like you it gets to a point where you're lifting heavy it's like the form means so much more because you could slip, slip yeah. a disc in your back and all that stuff where like if you're trying to do like a shoulder raise and you pick up 90 pounds you just you won't be able to lift it there's nothing yeah. you, you can try as hard as you want to lift it and like you can use obviously maybe like some bad form but like you either can lift it over your head or you can't there's no like it's not like you're gonna like you know i guess you could pop a shoulder but like if you're trying to pick up a heavy weight and it's way outside your ring you try everything and you're gonna start using your back to pull it exactly and it's it's gonna hurt a
1: shoulder press is a good example because if you go do a shoulder press and you're losing your brace and your brace can't withstand that shoulder press and your shoulder can't yeah. that's why people start their arch, arch. yeah their back is gonna get it up yep. and that's how the body's made your body is gonna get it yep. done um unless yeah unless you go to a weight that's just not possible it's mm. same with like a pull-up like your body tries to get it done no matter what unless you literally can't do a pull-up you know what yeah. I mean? same with a push-up so the body's gonna go into like fight or flight mode yeah. and get it done but is it the proper way to get it done? Could you get hurt doing it this yeah. way? Yeah. So there is times where I have noticed like there's sometimes they pick up too big of a weight and they go to press it and then you just see a huge back. Block. Yeah. And those are what's going to cause you to wake up the next day and be like, my
0: back's didn't yeah, even
1: work my back down. So <laughs> yeah. I think that those are big things just to me, just cause my injury and like, wait, I yeah. woke up in the morning and I couldn't feel my legs and couldn't walk. So, and I was just like making phone calls, like thinking I was paralyzed. And that's just the worst injury. I've, I've tore my ACL, I've broken my leg and I've told my friends, like, I'd rather do both of those again than my back injury.
0: Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was just miserable. Like driving a car, you just get all these tingling pains down your legs and it's like, or up your back or your neck. And it's like, what the heck? Like my hand would go numb and I'm like, my hand's numb and I slipped a disc. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, so it's so, the spine is just so important. Yeah. Everything back there is. So that's one big thing I think is really important when you're in the gym and working out is try to, don't ego lift. You don't need to go pick up the biggest weight to do an RDL. Yeah. or just <laughs> take care of yourself. You're not in here to, you know, be a professional in anything. Yeah. If that was the case, I don't think you would be taking body classes every day to try to go be a power lifter or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, it's a different, but yeah,
1: it's a different, but, but well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. I appreciate um, yeah, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Welcome it's awesome. it's
1: to, nice you. I'm so excited to get started and. Yeah, it's gonna be fun.
0: It's Absolutely fun. Alright, we'll let you know. Um I'll, I'll talk with Nikki, we'll let you know if you sold the job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, have a good one. And everyone make sure to uh you know leave a review, subscribe, yep. download the podcast But again, thanks Joey for coming out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm excited. I guess do you have a Instagram handle people can follow you on?
1: I do. Um, I had a fitness page, but I, I recently uh, got rid of it. But it's just my first name, Gory, uh, underscore Weber with one B. So W-E-B-E-R. Perfect.
0: All right. you and That's can what I them use there. for
1: kind of everything now. I just keep it all on the same page. Easier. Yeah, Perfect. So, okay,
0: all right. Well, thank there. you. All right. I appreciate it, man. Thank you.